there's nothing that bothers me more than finding ticky tack errors in my work, especially in the spreadsheet when I send it out. And instead of inserting the capital D, I incorporate the capital S on the uh, spreadsheet tag. So, uh, yeah, welcome in. I've been traded. You're in the SOG house. Fantasy football. We got fries! What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 13. Find me on Facebook for the time being at Dennis M. Roy. Oh, my God. What a week it's been. Just a clusterfuck of a week. Long hours, everything. Um, God, I was hoping to have this done by Wednesday. And then it just kept dragging on, dragging on, dragging on. Uh, really no... Not really that many excuses. It's just it is just it is what it is. Just happy that I was able to get it done for the most part. Um, yesterday did find errors in the uh, KC Chiefs and the Arizona Cardinals uh, uh, pro football reference section uh, for DVPs. That's why you have uh, a new updated. Uh, spreadsheet for the most part, you know, outside of the Vegas lines that I did again this morning. Um, so the Sog House one is the one that I sent last night. The Dog House one is the one I sent today. That is the one that's got the correct information on it. Uh, just a, it's just a couple of little things. It's just <clears throat> I can't let it go. Um, I'm going to actually have to fix that on a couple other spreadsheets now. Uh, which pisses me off. Uh, didn't affect week one. It was when I was transferring the formulas from week one, uh, basically all the way through week the week 17 line, um, there was an error in there. So I got that corrected. Uh, spreadsheets should be out sooner rather than later uh, as far as um, the upcoming weeks. Uh, now that I've gone through that target, that target spreadsheet once and found the errors and stuff, um, got those corrected. And, uh, that's really what was taking most of the time because I had to go through that. So, and now that I found these errors in here, now I know what to look for, uh, for at least the next, uh, couple weeks that I have done, get those fixed. So everything should be out sooner rather than later. Um, the big thing was just doing the pricing. Usually I want to try and have that done by um, Monday when it comes out. Then I can get all the ranks and everything done. Uh, it's just a time-consuming. Everything on here is time-consuming. Um, the strength of schedule sheet, the SOS, that I believe is what is keeping me from sending the whole incorporated spreadsheet out. <clears throat> where you know you have your 
you don't need the FanDuel Yahoo DK prices, right? Because we've already got it done. Um, but uh, like for the DV, where it comes out from the DVOA into the strength of schedule, the SOS sheet, I think that SOS sheet has too many formulas in there to get sent out with the other spreadsheets. So what I'm going to try uh, this weekend, I'm going to try and send it out to myself just as uh, SOS separated and then send uh, and see if that corrects it and try and send out the other the other five tabs out on its own um, just so I can get that strength of schedule out to you guys this upcoming week uh, based on this, you know, uh, through the week one data. Um, so we can start tracking for waivers and stuff like that because I really want to have that out. But that's going to take a little bit of time too because I have to go through the formulas and make sure that I have everything uh, set in stone for you. But uh, it's a work in progress. I knew it was going to be a pain in the ass. But I'm willing to do it so everybody has the information out there. So, um, you know, doing this stuff for free, not making any excuses on that either. But, uh, of course, you know, if you want to donate, then you go to Venmo and Dennis-Roy-14 there. And then over on uh, PayPal, it's RoyDog underscore 13, the usual tag at Yahoo.com if you want to donate over there maybe get some bonus. I don't know that. I don't know what kind of bonus I can get out here, but let's go ahead. Let's get through. Let's get through here. We're going to go game by game. And then, um, we're going to talk about the plays and why I picked the certain players, um, from these games. So early Sunday afternoon games, we got the New York giants at Chicago bears opened. Uh, Chicago is a five point favorite, 43 and a half over under currently Chicago is a five and a half point favorite and a 42 over under i don't care much for this game i know there's going to be some love for daniel jones i know there's going to be love for mitchell trubisky i do see this i do see where you know darius slayton is a good play i'm going to pivot off of him um oh and i should i since we're talking about darius slayton if you look at darius slayton now and you look at the points per game I realize that they are not updating this quite as effectively as we would hope. Um, This is not an error in the spreadsheet. This is an error with the sites. So we've got to be very careful with that points per game for right now until we can get that all, until they get that all straightened out. But, uh, <clears throat> I see the Darius Slayton play with Jalen Johnson. I'm not going there. Um, and it's based off of basically Daniel Jones. If you look, it's, he's got a 29-ranked uh, uh, pass defense versus DVOA. But the DVP rank, he, it's only 11th at 16.2 in the standard. So I'm going to stay away from that. I'm not messing around with Evan Ingram. I'm not chasing that Hawkinson spot. I am putting a full focus, and it's GPP running back. I'm putting a focus on Saquon Barkley in here. Uh, Every once in a while when you get a stud running back, you will want to think about putting him up against the Chicago Bears. 
and Saquon actually fills that bill. There's some injuries along the defensive line, even a possibility. I think he still plays, but that Khalil Mack might not play. Um, if Khalil Mack doesn't play, I guarantee you Saquon becomes a little bit chalkier. <clears throat> but this is going to be a little bit under the radar because of the other uh, couple of studs at running back that are in there. Saquon Barkley uh, uh, rankings second, third, and second. That's $9,000 over on FanDuel. $35 over on Yahoo and $8,400 on DK. I understand that he's high prices, and on paper it's not you know that favorable of a matchup. But if you notice the running back points over here, um, 19th ranked DVP, 21.1 just in standard alone. Okay. That is all, if you take those numbers, that is all possible for Saquon Barkley. And that's not even a ceiling. So that's where I chose to attack with New York Giants pivot off of the passing game. As far as Chicago Bears, no, I'm not going with Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky has not been Roethlisberger. <clears throat> this front line for New York is not that terrible. I don't care what Benny Snell did. Okay. So I'm not going with Mitchell Trubisky in there. I will use one of his guys, and that's Allen Robinson. He's in a con been in a contract dispute. He's kind of been fighting through social media. Um, it's been really under the radar. Like he's saying, no, I'm not doing it, but he is absolutely doing it. Faces 31st ranked DVP against wide receiver ones in uh, Corey Ballantyne. That's a smash spot for him. Like I said, I'm not going Trubisky. I understand his price has come up, though. His price, if I even go to the quarterbacks that I'm using, um, he's starting to approach up where Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan are. Uh, not so much on DK, but over on FanDuel. So I'm kind of staying away from that. I think people are going to travel there. They're going to get fucking caught with their pants down. So let's just stay away from it, not bother with it, move on to the next game, which happens to be the game that's going to be the chalkiest one on the slate, and that's Atlanta at Dallas. Dallas opened as a 7.5-point favorite, 50 over-under. Currently, Dallas has dropped to a 4.5 favorite, uh, but the over-under has gone 54. I got this on a bet when it was at about 52, so I'm very happy with the over-under on there. Um, still going with Dallas in this game. Um, <clears throat> the numbers aren't going to show it for quarterback, um, but I do I do have some interest in Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is a cash game uh, quarterback there. He's always a little bit riskier, right? Every time he's in a spot where he should be able to get it done, he flops. So I don't have any issue with anybody just saying, you know what, fuck Matt Ryan. I'm not using him in cash. I get it. I don't even know if I can trust it, to be completely honest with you. But it is a spot. I know what Jared Goff did last week, but we have a lot of injuries um, within the linebacking core here for the Dallas Cowboys, and the safeties are not good, not good at all. Safeties and corners, not good against this uh, wide receiver core. So Matt Ryan, 7,700 on FanDuel, 31 on Yahoo, 6,600 on DK. Good for eighth, eighth, and sixth. He actually should be priced even higher 
than what he's at for this matchup. So this is a pricing error. And it's one that we could take probably take advantage of. Um, probably more, I, I like him more a little bit on FanDuel and on Yahoo than I do on DK, where he's up a couple spots. He's priced kind of just about right. He should be about 6800 to be completely honest with you. I am fading Gurley. Gurley is in a good spot, though. So if you want to get wicked with it and try it, <clears throat> I'm not going to hold it against you. The only problem is with that offensive line, what we saw last week, he was lucky to get the touchdown, and I'm not going to trust it again. Okay, the reason why you see the DVOA of 28th and 21st with the rush defense and the rush and the running back in the passing game, that is all Malcolm Brown in there with the touchdowns and Cam Akers in the passing game. So that 27th ranked DVP, I don't think it's nearly that high. I think what you're looking at is somewhere in between where you see where it goes 12 and 12 to 27 it's somewhere in the middle, about 1920, and that's not going to be enough for me until I can see what he's going to do against this Dallas front. The wide receivers we do like in Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. I'm going to stay away from Russell Gage, even though I have I had some interest in Russell Gage, but it's going to be the two studs here. Matt Ryan really, really leaned on Julio Jones. If you watch that game, Julio Jones saved Matt Ryan's ass on so many occasions. Julio Jones should actually be the highest-priced wide receiver on the slate. He is not. He is 8,200 on FanDuel, 32 on Yahoo, 7,400 on DK. Good for third, third, and fourth. So he is not up where he needs to be. He needs to be up where Devonta Adams is, up near that Michael Thomas range. So he, you are getting a value in there. Now, if you didn't want to pay up for Julio Jones, I do like Calvin Ridley. I have some interest here. 7,100 on FanDuel, 22 on Yahoo, and 6,800 on DK. Good for 10th, 16th, and 7th. Yahoo especially, that is a huge value. You get anywhere around $20, that is a considerable amount of value in there. Both Yahoo or uh, both Julio and Calvin are facing uh, 25th-ranked DVOAs on wide receiver 1s and wide receiver 2s. DV pay rank of 19 allowing 20.7, 26.7 and 35.7 on the three on the three styles of PPR. <clears throat> so I do like them there. I did have some interest in Hayden Hurst. Um I actually have to double check cuz I think he might have been a final cut to be completely honest with you because I had I was trying to find quite a bit of tight ends here. Yeah, I did take him out but it is a decent spot for him. But I'm going to fade it. Just It's kind of like the girly thing. I want to see it before I try to uh, get cute with it. So Hayden Hurst is a fade. We move to the Dallas side. I do like Dak Prescott. 8,300 on FanDuel, 36 on Yahoo, 6,800 on DK. Good for third, third, and fourth. So he's the best priced over on DK. Um. He is going to be inserted into G he is inserted into GPP and not cash. <clears throat> if you wanted to use Dak in cash, I really don't have an issue with it. It's basically the same spot as Russell Wilson. It makes sense. Absolutely. But I put him in GPP because Zeke Elliott made more sense in cash than Dak did. 
focal point of the offense. He's going to be handling the ball more. And we did see against the L.A. Rams that um, he's going to be involved in the passing game. Facing in both rush defense and running back in the passing game, DVOAs of 25th, DVP rank of 26th. Go standard half point and full point, 27.2, 31.2, and 35.2. You can't pass that up. If you want to GPP it with both, it's going to cost you. As Zeke Elliott is 8,600 on FanDuel, 33 on Yahoo, and 8,200 on DK. Good for fourth, fifth, and third. Well, now we got to move along to the wide receivers, right? Who are we going to match up with Dak? Number one option is going to be Amari Cooper. He is off the injury report. Good to go there. Um, I have him in cash. It's risk. It's always risky with Hooper in cash, but he has the explosiveness to get the job done, right? It's priced pretty well, um, and this is what's probably attracting his ownership levels. 7000 on FanDuel, 22, a ridiculous price of $22 over on Yahoo, 6300 on DK. Good for 12th, 16th, and 14th. Faces the 30th ranked DVOA against wide receiver ones with A.J. Terrell covering him. But I do have some interest in Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb. And you'll notice them in GPP. This is going to be the same for the Packers game coming up. So Gallup and CeeDee Lamb I have together. Why? So they're right next to each other so you can make the decision on whether or not you're going to use them as cash value while fading Amari Cooper or if you're going to include them in a GPP lineup with a stack or a pairing with Dak Prescott. Gallup is facing the 20th-ranked DVOA versus wide receiver twos. C.D. Lamb will be facing the 26th-ranked DVOA versus wide receiver plus. Isaiah Oliver should be covering Michael Gallup, while Darquez Denard will be covering C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb's probably going to be the more popular choice because of price. Uh, comparing the two on FanDuel at 6,000 versus 5,200. 19 versus 17, so a little bit closer right there. 5,600 on DK versus 4,700. So you have options there. You have pricing options there. Like I said, I think CD is going to be the higher-owned guy versus Michael Gallup. But I had more interest, and I had a lot more interest in the rookie. But... Based on ownership, if I could afford it, I may take a shot on Michael Gallup. I may. In reality is, if you're going to stack this game, you're going to hedge. Right? Have a Gallup lineup, have Gallup in one lineup, have C.D. Lamb in another. That's kind of the way you play it. Staying away from tight ends, I have no faith in Dalton Schultz. We know that uh, fuck Blake Jarwin is out. So we move on. Next game we have here is Detroit at Green Bay. Green Bay opened as a six-and-a-half-point favorite, 46 over under. Currently, Green Bay is a six-point favorite with a 49-and-a-half over under. This is basically the same matchup 
if not easier for Green Bay than last week with the Minnesota Vikings. So you have one of basically you have a couple of different ways you can go, right? And I'm getting into this with Green Bay. Uh, we'll start with the Green Bay side. I fucked that up. So you get you need to make the choice if you're going Aaron Rodgers, or or if you're gonna go Aaron Jones. I'm siding with Rodgers and Cash. We saw what he, they could do. They do have a decent linebacking core, but I'm not that scared of it. But it does suppress a little bit with running backs in the passing game. That's why Aaron Jones is in GPP and Aaron Rodgers is in cash. So Aaron Rodgers' price here, 7900 33 and 6900 Good for sixth, fifth, and third. So I like him on FanDuel, obviously, the most. He is facing the 13th-ranked pass defense in DVOA. That is Mitch Trubisky from last week. All the updated DVOAs are basically your rankings from just one week. So people are going to be missing out on this because they see that 13. Even though they should be looking at the DVP rank of 26, and the points allowed 24.3, 24.3, and 24.3. So... Aaron Rodgers, I have a lot of love in here. Uh, again, Devontae Adams <clears throat> going against the DVOA versus number wide receiver ones is 18. DVP points allowed to all wide receivers, 33.9, 40.9, and 47.9. He's going to have an easier matchup this week than he did last week as far as corners. You got another backup in there. So... Uh, Devontae Adams is definitely in play. And you have to make a decision if you want to stack this up, at least from the Green Bay side, on whether or not you're going to do Alan Lazard or Marquez Valdez-Scantling. This is going to be the same thing with Gallup and CeeDee Lamb. I think Valdez-Scantling is going to be the more popular play because of price. Because if you compare the two, go to Lazard to MVS, 5,600 and 5,100 on FanDuel. Uh, They're actually the same price over on Yahoo at 14, and then it goes 5,300 to 4,600. Those are price ranking differences on FanDuel and DK, since we got the same on Yahoo. A 37th ranked versus 55th ranked, and 32nd ranked versus 50th ranked. A lot of people will get drawn to the lower price because of MVS's downfield upside. That could be a mistake. Detroit's secondary is going to now be missing Desmond Trufant, who would have been covering MVS, and Justin Coleman. Actually, uh, Trufant would have been covering uh, Lazard, to be fair. And then I didn't catch that because Coleman was actually the slot receiver, which is where MVS would be. Uh, But Justin Coleman has been put on IR, so they're both going against backups. So is Devontae Adams. He's not giving Jeff Akuda. He didn't play last week. That was last second. So you're going to have to make a decision on what you want to do. If you want to go high, go low, go a couple lows instead of a, a high and low, maybe even go Rodgers, Jones. 
Devontae Adams, Rodgers Jones, MVS, Rodgers Jones, Lazard. There's a plethora of ways to do this. Don't look at the DVOAs. Because the DVOAs should actually be a higher number. It should be worse because they're facing backups. That's why I'm all in on Green Bay. We go to the Detroit side. Matt Stafford, if you look at the DVOAs and the DVP, should be fine. But he is going to be missing Kenny Galladay again, so I am not going to be trusting that whatsoever. I do have Adrian Peterson listed in GPP. And you can make an argument to go to DeAndre Swift, but I'm just I'm not going to pay for it right now. I'm not. If the Packers get ahead of Detroit, what are they going to have to do? They're going to have to pass, which means that you'd see more Swift than you would Peterson. But it is quite possible that Peterson can take off at the beginning of the game to put the Lions ahead. Now, I don't expect them to stay there, but if he can get ahead and get a touchdown, he's going to need to get to about 15 points to pay off. So for Peterson... He either needs 90 yards rushing or he needs 60 yards with a couple of catches and a touchdown to hit that 15 because he's listed at 5,500 on FanDuel, 17 on Yahoo, and 4,700 on DK. So he's not quite the greatest value, but he is value. We move to the wide receivers. I'm not doing Marvin Jones again, as I did last week. I have a little bit more respect for the Packers' corners than I do for the Bears' corners. Even after last week, which most of that was in prevent, and that's why Adam Thielen went off. I don't think they're going to be doing that here. I think they're going to play it straight this week. Because that could have fucking went, went to hell and back last week if Minnesota would have got even closer. So I'm fading Marvin Jones, but I am looking at Danny Amendola. I have him included in cash. I'd like him in the slot better against Chandon Sullivan than I do uh, when you go with Marvin Jones versus Jair Alexander and or Kevin King if they switch sides. So Danny Amendola, prices 5200 11 which is one above minimum. And 4,800, good for 49th, 70th, and 42nd. Hell of a good value. Hell of a good value. And in GPP, I think we could even take a look at TJ Hawkinson. 5,600 on FanDuel, 14 on Yahoo, and 5,200 on DK, good for 9th, 11th, and 6th. But GPP only, I don't technically like attacking Green Bay with tight ends because... Even though the DVOA might be high, they don't allow a ton of points. And that's kind of the problem. And what we like to do is always kind of try to get the DVOAs to uh, coordinate with the DVPs. That's the hot item. Now, I should note that I do actually have some interest in the Green Bay Packers defense. They are uh, a blitzing team. So, and and the Detroit Lions have had some offensive line issues, so they could take advantage of that. That's kind of my more riskier play that I've got uh, than most of the other ones, and they're pretty 
decently priced. Um, thirty nine hundred over on FanDuel, fourteen on Yahoo, and thirty three hundred over on DK. Good for twelfth, thirteenth, and eighth. There's not a hell of a lot of value that I could find in defenses that attack or could force turnovers. That's in the low end. That's kind of the problem because they they boosted they boosted Washington up to a level to where it was like, well, I might as well just pay a couple extra hundred dollars for uh, a better, you know, a defense that's in a better spot. So that's why when you look at when you look at the write up. Um, you'll only see them as uh, the GPP defense because, to be honest with you, they were a completely late ad when I thought about it. So uh, that would be more of a pairing probably with Aaron Jones than it would be with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Next game we have is Jacksonville at Tennessee. Tennessee favored by 11, or opened as an 11-point favorite, 42.5 over under. Currently, Tennessee is now a 7.5-point favorite. Um, which means it should have taken the line when it was minus 11, taking Jacksonville on that one. Um, but Tennessee, seven and a half point favorite, 44 over under. As far as Jacksonville is concerned, I only have interest in one DJ Chark, as per usual. Uh, is going against the DVOA. That is, uh, second, of course. Um, because, uh, Good Lord, why am I brain farting? Uh, there really wasn't a number one wide receiver for Denver last week, so that's why you have the uh, second-best DVOA there. Uh, DVP rank of fourth. They haven't really – Detroit or uh, Denver was very, very um, vanilla, and that's what led to them just – not winning that game, uh, you know, outside of uh, let's use a fucking timeout here. I don't know. But DJ Chark is the only guy that I really have any interest in, if at all, anything. 6,700 on FanDuel, 22 on Yahoo, and 6,000 on DK. 18th, 16th, and 20th across the board. So he is a very good value for a number one wide receiver, uh, one where it'll be a matchup where Minshew is going to be throwing. Uh, I have heard some a little bit of, you know, uh, love for LaVisca Chenault, who they're thinking is going to line up with Malcolm Butler, who is actually questionable. So um, I don't hate to play. It's just not one that I'm going to. Now, if we move to Tennessee side, I did like Ryan Tannehill just based on the fact that he likes to run the ball. But I couldn't pull the trigger on it. Something is keeping me away from using Ryan Tannehill. Uh, most of that is probably just because of A.J. Brown. You lose that upside, so it starts condensing everything down. I don't think Corey – I think they're going to bracket Corey Davis here and just allow a guy like Jonu Smith to kind of be free in the mid-range here. So went with Jonu Smith, 4,900, 14, and 4,200. Good for 20th, 11th, and 14th across the board. Uh, like I said, we faded Corey Davis. The big cog in this offense, the one that's going to be owned the most or used the most, is one Derek Henry. 8300 on FanDuel, $34 on Yahoo, and 7900 on DK. 
good for fifth, fourth, and fourth. He is going to be very popular, and I did write in there that his rushing prop was already uh, to open up was at 120 rushing yards. So that's what Vegas actually expects as well. Uh, I don't know if he's going to reach the 120. And he is actually the guy I'm more likely to fade in GPP, as risky as it is. I'm more likely to fade in GPP and insert Barkley there. I doubt I'm going to be fading Zeke. I think it's going to be Henry if I go a different direction at running back. Next game on the docket is the heavily contested within the chat room is the Minnesota versus Indianapolis. There's not really any fighting in there. It's just people think that Minnesota's going to win. Um, Open up with Indianapolis as a a three-and-a-half-point favorite, 47 over under. Uh, Don't have their over-under here. Why do I not have their over-under in here? Um, I will get that. But they have got – Indianapolis has gone down to a three-point favorite. See, always finding fucking mistakes. i got to fix this shit. So then I'm not talking to you like this on a podcast. Uh – 49. Yeah, over under is now at 49, so it's gone up two points. Don't really argue with that. I'm just putting that in there for my own thing. Um, We'll get into this game here a little bit. Cat, stay off my desk, please. I told you this how many times? All right, so we get into the Minnesota game. We get into the Minnesota side. I am not going to be using Kirk Cousins at all, although I will admit that he does have an opportunity to do what Gardner Minshew had, did last week um, and do it, you know, basically efficient passing, effective passing. Uh, there, it, there was some interest in Dalvin Cook. I just didn't really want to pay that much for a pivot piece that I knew I wasn't going to be using um, since I was more on Barkley if I was going to go GPP route. So basically it comes down to Adam Thielen faces uh, 32nd ranked uh, uh, coverage in DVOA, Uh, DVP ranked 27th overall. They were allowing 31.9, 38.4, and 44.9 altogether. Should be facing Rakia Sin when he's in the slot, and he will face Xavier Rhodes when he is on the outside. So I don't fear either corner when he switches in and out. That was key for me. 7300 on FanDuel, $25 on Yahoo, 7200 on DK. Good for 8th, 10th, and 5th. So you pay a little bit more to get that full PPR with Adam Thielen. I think he is quite possibly worth it. I um, can't remember. I think I, put him in, I think I put him in cash. Yeah, I did put him in cash. Yep, he's in cash, so he's good enough for cash if you want to go there. Um, uh, but definitely don't don't uh, ignore him in GPP if you are not. So that's what I have for the Minnesota side. Uh, for the Indianapolis side, I had did not go with Phillip Rivers because everybody's going to chase the Rogers side. 
And here is your key. This is the moment you've been waiting for, right? Why Jonathan Taylor? Why is he so popular? He's facing the 27th ranked DVOA to the rush, 24th in points allowed DVP, 23.6, 28.1, and 32.6. I did write in there, yes, there are concerns about Naheem Hines taking uh, some of this workload away. Taylor himself, his price, 5800 19 and 5700 good for 22nd 17th and 15th in price rank for running backs it's a hell of a price for a running back running behind the offensive line that he has if you have to ask yourself the question why everybody is leaning that way you are doing it wrong Do you have to include him in cash, in your cash lineup? No, I don't think at all. So you could fade it if you have concerns with it. But it, like I said, if you have to ask yourself why he's priced up so high, it's because he's at a pretty good fucking price. Especially for people that maybe don't want to do both Zeke and Derrick Henry in their cash lineups and would want to get a hold of one of the higher-end wide receivers. That's why you have a good starter. Yes, he's a rookie, but he's going to get a full game in here. The question is not why. The question is, will you? It's a good spot. Went with Aaron Jones in the same spot. Jonathan Taylor will get pass receptions. It's not just only Naheem Hines in the passing game. Jonathan Taylor was the number one rookie in my ranks. Guys got to use your fucking heads. This isn't for everybody. The ones who got caught talking this shit are the ones who know that I'm talking to them. Use your fucking heads. You overthink, you're going to make a mistake. And now we have a mid-range running back that has the ability to pop the fuck off. And we need to decide if we're going to use him or not based on the lineup that you put together. Will I consider him? Yes. But I need to decide if I'm going to move off of Zeke plus Derek Henry. And those are dangerous combinations. 
The question is, are you willing to pay down at wide receiver, not have a stud at wide receiver, and take the mid-range to low-end wide receiver value? It can be done. And it may not be a stupid move. Phillip Rivers, not using him. The only wide receiver, and I've heard this Paris Campbell stuff, you're fine. I If you want to use Paris Campbell, that's fine. But the guy I would really look at is T.Y. Hilton at $6,300, $21, and $5,700. Good for 25th, 19th, and 25th. There's another mid-range. 22nd ranked DVOA versus wide receiver ones. How it's 22nd, I won't know. It could have been because... I, I, I Honestly, I don't know. It seems rather odd that... Uh, he wouldn't be 32nd considering he got annihilated. But that's what it is. But Cameron Dantzler was the corner that was on Devontae Adams. T.Y. Hilton should get Cameron Dantzler. Oh, wait, Cameron Dantzler's out. So now you got T.Y. Hilton versus a backup backup corner. I'll have some interest there. Like I said, he's a dump-off guy. Can take it to the house. Whether or not you want to trust him in cash or not, that's another story. I put him in GPP. I can't fully really trust it because I have a little bit more interest in Jonathan Taylor as far as a cash game running back. All right, let's move on. We're running long here. Yeah, we're at 42 minutes, and I did not want to do this in 40. I did not want to have you guys sitting here for an hour and a half. All right, Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo opened as a three-point favorite, 43 over-under. Buffalo is now a five-and-a-half-point favorite, but the over-under dropped to 41. This is going to be overall. We follow the same pattern that we did with New England. Cam Newton, naked. This week, Josh Allen. Naked versus Miami. It's going to be spread it all out. I don't think there's going to be one dominant wide receiver. Definitely not a dominant tight end. A lot of Josh Allen using his legs. That's why at $8,200, $35, and $6,700, good for fourth, fourth, and fifth, Josh Allen is a decent play. More upside than Cam. We've seen it, right? Seen it the last couple of years. This would be a good matchup for him. So not messing around with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. I really don't want to get into this whole debate uh, between split backfields like that. I'm willing to do it with Jonathan Taylor only because Jonathan Taylor was getting the carries. As far as Singletary, Moss, same drill. Singletary's between the 20s, Zach Moss, goal line. You know, or red zone, I should say, 20 and in. Can Singletary House one? Sure can. Am I going to bank on it? Nope. But I will look at the Buffalo Bills defense. 
4,900, 18, and 3,900. Good for second. Sixth on Yahoo. So you're getting a discount. And second on DK. Miami? Nope. Not going to mess with it. Let's move on. San Francisco at New York Jets. San Francisco opened as a four-point favorite, 43.5 over under. That has gone to a San Francisco favorite by seven now, 41.5 over under. I see everything with Jimmy Garoppolo. But I, I did not include him. Why? I don't know where the fuck they're going to go. And when that happens, I'm not messing with it. Ayuk is in a good spot. Kendrick Bourne's in a good spot. Trent Taylor's in a good spot. Even little Jordan Reed isn't in that bad of a spot. The running backs, you're going to see Tevin Coleman back in here this week. So I'm not going to I'm not going to try and figure out if Mostert's going to get hurt because both Coleman and and McKinnon are in there. Will I use them in seasonal? Depends on the running backs that I have in front of him. So I'm going to pass on the offense and just look at the defense, top ranked defense or top price defense across the board. Uh, but they do have opportunities here. Why? Well, I'll tell you why, kitten. Now, they have a lot of injuries in the San Francisco secondary. I guess Richard Sherman. I didn't see the official if Richard Sherman was in and out. But let's just face facts. Even, no matter what they have back in their secondary, the Jets have no fucking wide receivers left outside of Rashad Perriman, Chris Hogan, Braxton Berrios, and Vincent Smith. Not using any of them. I'm just not going to fuck around with it. Who's their running back? Oh, Le'Veon Bell's out. LeMichael P. Ryan's out. Oh, it's Frank Gore followed up by Josh Adams and fucking Kalen Balaj? No. If you can pay up for San Francisco, I say go ahead. But you don't have to. I'm just saying. You could. Move on. L.A. Rams at Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia favored by four and a half. It was a 49 over under. It currently, and this went to a pick and it's back up to actually one and a half uh, point favorite for the Philadelphia and a 45 and a half over under. There's a lot of mix and matching in here. There's a couple things that I liked. I was thinking of running Jared Goff, but I moved off of it. Uh, not going to mess around with the running backs. I never really do against the Eagles. Uh, did have some interest in both Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Uh, decided to fade both. Uh, did put Van Jefferson in there. Very bare minimum upside, really super low floor, really high ceiling type guy. Um, he's He was in there actually more than 50% of the pass plays. So was it 50%? No, 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 no. He was uh, 37%. So it's a couple quick shots, and that's it. You got to get that big play in there. Otherwise, he's going to get you a zero. Uh, I did go with the tight end. I went with Tyler Higby. 5,800, 16, and 4,700. Good for 7th, 8th, and ninth. Uh, figured it offered a good mid-range option here. 
uh, versus the Eagles. We did see what Logan Thomas did last week uh, when they were willing to focus on it. Um, so with there's a quite a bit of possibility that Jared Everett's going to be out, so you're going to see Tyler Higby being the lone tight end here, and I'm willing to take a shot there, even against the 11th-ranked uh, DVOA versus tight end but they are 22nd in points allowed to the tight end position at 9.7, 11.7, and 13.7. I think he can break uh, 15, 16 points. I do have some interest in the L.A. Rams defense at 4,500, 18, and 2,800. Good for 5th, 6th, and 13th on DK. 13th on DK. That is the lowest price defense I have for DK. We saw what Washington's defense did to the Eagles. Can it be replicated? I don't think to that high, high extent, but it is quite possible to get turnovers, you know, turn them into touchdowns, which is what they would need to pretty much replicate it. Um, but there is a shot with Aaron Donald on that defensive line against this line that, yes, is getting Lane Johnson back this weekend, but you're getting a less than 100% Lane Johnson. And we know what this what this offensive line has looked like so far. Uh, on the other side, the only interest I have is in Miles Sanders. Uh, pretty much GPP here. He's pretty good price though at sixty eight hundred twenty two and six thousand. Uh, good for twelfth across the board. L A does give up points to the running back in both the ground and the passing game. Twenty uh, fourth ranked rush defense DVOA. Uh, 27th against the running back in the passing game. That's all Zeke, okay? This is before he lost his left tackle. 28th ranked DVP, 27.9, 30.4, and 32.9 across the board. So there is that. Denver at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh opened as a five-point favorite, 44 over under. It is now Pittsburgh as a minus seven, 40 and a half over under. So that has dropped three and a half points since it came out. Not touching anything on Denver's offense. I am completely on the Steelers' side. I know, right? How chalky can you get, D-Roy? But I'm not going to mess around with Ben Roethlisberger in this matchup. I just, I'm not. James Conner did not hit the injury report for the weekend, which means that he is available. Uh, so it kills anything that Benny Snell and Benny Snell pickups this week. Sorry. I was saying go Naheem Hines. So, as far as wide receivers, I do have some interest in Deontay Johnson. He faces 27th ranked DVOA versus wide receiver twos. And that should be a mix in between Ojemudie, Michael Ojemudie, and AJ Bouye. We'll be saying booyah when Deontay Johnson scores a touchdown. Had encouraging things. He had a fumble against the Giants, and the Ben and the Steelers still went back to him, which is really encouraging. So at 5,800, 16, and 4,500, good for 33rd, 40th, and 52nd priced wide receiver. Did not get priced up because he played on Monday night. That's why his price is that low. So I will take a shot on Deontay Johnson for value there. I will also take a look at the Pittsburgh Steelers defense against Denver. Denver, I am 
not going to touch their offense until they get Cortland Sutton back. There is no guarantee that he is back this week. If Cortland Sutton is playing, I may probably just move off the Steelers altogether for the defense at $4,620 and $3,800 good for fourth, second, and third. Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay opened as an 8.5-point favorite, 48 over under. And I turned my monitor off, which is which is great. Um, I'd like to turn my monitor back on. Thank you. Uh, they are now, they are still an eight and a half point favorite. The one and a half. What is going on here? Technical issues. We're having technical issues. There we go. Can I please have this? Thank you. So Carolina side, I'm really not totally interested in. I did have some interest. I will say I did have some interest in Robbie Anderson um, facing Jamel Dean, uh, 24th ranked DVOA there against wide receiver twos, uh, but six ranked DVP uh, in points allowed. So if you have any interest, you can go Robbie Anderson here. He is in a decent spot. Uh, but I am trusting more in the Tampa defense. I'm also looking at, um, surprisingly enough, I'm looking at Tom Brady, but only in GPP if I consider it. $7,600, $29, and $6,500. Uh, good for ninth, 11th, and 7th. So he's pretty moderately priced. Um, the reason being is because I can't trust this whole Ronald Jones versus Leonard Fournette situation. Um, so if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to pivot to a guy who's in just as good of a spot. I do know that Chris Godwin is probably going to be out. He's doubtful with a concussion, which is which sucks. Um, but he does get Mike Evans back, faces 17th-ranked DVOA versus wide receiver ones. They are 17th in points allowed to the wide receiver, but that's only because Josh Jacobs had such a good week last week um, that nobody felt like they had to throw. Uh, but this could be a get-right game for Tom Brady. This is If you want to look at a, a get-right game, this would be the one. They want to get Tom Brady right again. Um, I do have some interest in Scotty Miller. Uh, oh, Mike Evans, $7,427 and $6,400. Good for 7th, 7th, and 11th. He's really good price on DK. Um, but it is Mike Evans. We never trust him. Uh, always has an injury concern in here until he gets, you know, about a week or two down. I'm not going to trust him in cash. So, um, more, the more cash game play is going to be that Scotty Miller moves up. Uh, 5,200, 13, and 4,100. Good for 49th, 55th, and 63rd. Uh, so that's very good pricing in there. He should be facing Troy Pride. Uh, but he could be facing actually Justin Burris actually in the slot. Now that I look at it, um, it's a good spot no matter what, uh, whether or not he's on the outside or the inside in there uh had some love a little bit of love for justin watson um as he should be the outside receiver when they go three wide um but scotty miller will be on the f on the field uh brady was looking for him a lot against um new orleans so i think that's definitely a spot that he can go again here uh as far as the defense yes i do like their defense 
3,800, 19th, and 2,900. Good for 14th, 3rd, and 12th. They have a history of stopping one Christian McCaffrey. So we're going to ride the history on that one and trust our instincts on there. Uh, I may go Rams on DK just because they're a little bit cheaper, um, but definitely on uh, FanDuel, I'm going to track to Tampa Bay because they're the cheaper, they're the cheapest defense in the field, uh, or at least my field. Yahoo probably skipping. I don't know. Third, that that kind of is an indicator right there that this is priced way too low. So I'll take that savings. Uh, move on to late Sunday games. We have Washington and Arizona. This is one of the ones that I fixed. Uh, Arizona at a minus set, open as a minus seven, 45 and a half over under. Uh, Arizona stayed, has stayed as a seven point favorite, but it has moved up to a 46 and a half over under. Um, I hate just about everything with this game. I'm just going to be honest with you. Now, I do have a little bit of love for Antonio Gibson. He was only on the field for about 25% of the plays. I think in this game they're going to have to get him a little bit more involved because they should be playing from behind. Uh, So I did move him as a cash value. Uh, It's a cash slash GPP play. It's not not for everybody. 5,100 on FanDuel, 16 on Yahoo, and 4,300 on DK. Good for 36th, 25th, and 47th. Ranked running back. Uh, the Cardinals are 16th in DVOA against the run. They are 30th in DVOA versus the running back. And, of course, we know that uh, they're going to be 32nd in DVP rank uh, because of the big Mostert plays. So 38.7, 43.2, and 47.7. I'm willing to take a shot if I need to get that low. If I need to get that low. Like I said, it's a fucking risk because none of it points to Gibson going off here. But you do have the lot of hype that Gibson had last week. Now we can use it against everybody and get it for a a lower ownership value. So if you don't use it in cash, try it in GP. I would I would seriously consider trying it in GPP. Logan Thomas tight end. Hell of a value, seventeenth, you know, seventeenth ranked DVOA versus tight end, seventeenth in points allowed. We don't need that much from Logan Thomas. He's at priced at forty seven hundred thirteen and thirty six hundred. Good for twenty fourth, seventeenth, and twenty one. Uh, on Fanduel, you're looking. You want. You would like to get him more towards fifteen. On on DK, you could get him, get ten points from him and be happy. So I'm probably happier using him over on DK than I would be on FanDuel, to be completely honest with you, but it isn't that bad of a price. Remember, you're saving money. You're saving salary to be able to afford a guy who can offset the points that your value gets. That's the whole purpose. So, I mean, if Logan Thomas hit 10, I wouldn't really be that upset on FanDuel to be honest. We move over to the Arizona side. I I did not include DeAndre Hopkins, but I don't hate it. But I'll be completely honest with you. I'm not going to trust Kyler Murray in this spot either. This offensive line isn't nearly as good as what you think it is. 
and how it played against San Francisco. For whatever reason, Arizona has San Francisco's number. I think they come back down to earth a little bit. Am I saying I would go with Washington's defense? No. But just be careful. I understand Kyler Murray has a lot of upside, but I'm not fully going to go all in on that um, because I just I just don't trust that offensive line. It is better than last year's, I will say that, but um, I'm just not going to go with it. This, <laughs> this is the one that bothers the shit out of me the most, and that's the late Sunday afternoon game. Uh, with Kansas City at the L.A. Chargers. Kansas City opened as a 5.5-point favorite, 51.5 over under. Currently is Kansas City, minus 8, 47.5 over under. In season, in season long, you're going to start all your Kansas City Chiefs, right? It just is what it is. I can't find a good spot in here for Kansas City at all as far as where I would want to go. Now, that could possibly be because of my bias for the Chargers. Could be. I mean, Clyde Edwards-Alaire actually has a good matchup on the ground, uh, 19th-ranked DVOA, uh, but it is the second-best DVOA versus running backs in the... Is that second or is that first? First, I'm sorry, first-ranked DVOA uh, versus running backs in the passing game. So it's going to truncate... It's going to limit his upside there. Does Patrick Mahomes have the upside to obliterate this defense? Sure. But I just don't see it. The corners are all healthy with Chris Harris, Casey Hayward, and Michael Davis. I'm not going to trust Sammy Watkins versus Casey Hayward. No. Not at all. Tyreek Hill versus Chris Harris? No. Just not. Just not for the price. Travis Kelsey? I also can't. Is it? Can he get it done? Sure. But I'm not going to pay the price to do it. Move. I move over to the LA Chargers side, and I did think about Tyrod Taylor. I did think about Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. But I can't pull the trigger there. Who can I pull the trigger on in this game? It's one, Austin Eckler. 6,900 on FanDuel, 29 on Yahoo, 65 on DK. Good for 10th, 7th, and 9th. Actually, that price on DK is probably better than the one on FanDuel because you get the full point PPR. We have historically attacked the Kansas City Chiefs with the running back who can catch also catch passes. I don't think you're going to you're going to see Joshua Kelly in this game, but is he's not going to be the end all be all with Justin Jackson doubtful for this game. This is an Austin Eckler game. Austin Eckler is a, and one Hunter Henry at tight end. I'll get to him, is the reason why I thought about Tyrod Taylor here. But I can't pull the trigger. Don't ask me why. Don't know. Just not going there. Hunter Henry, though, I think you could take a shot on. Uh, Tight ends have historically been good. We've talked about the bad linebacking core sneaking in front of the safeties. They are 32nd. This is could be New Arizona. Um, 
but not really. Uh, 32nd in DVOA versus the tight end. 27th in points allowed to the tight end at 11.8, 13.8, 15.8. Pricing for Hunter Henry, 6,100, 18, and 5,100. Good for 5th, 5th, and 7th. So definitely, definitely, definitely uh, in a good spot. I can't remember if I put him. I think I put him in GPP. Yeah, I put him in GPP. So, and that has to do more with his pricing because it gets up there um, with guys that I would trust more. Like, say, he's higher than Tyler Higby. Uh, Mark Andrews is not, and he's quite a bit more. So, but I have more trust in Mark Andrews, which, ironically, here we go. We're getting into Baltimore at Houston, anyways. Baltimore opened as a six point favorite, 54.5 over under. The over under has dropped to 50. Baltimore, though, is a seven point favorite here. This is all Balt- all Baltimore. Yes, I looked at the game last uh, from last year. This is a four touchdown game for Lamar Jackson. And he absolutely went off. Is it possible to just go all Ravens and be done with it? Yes. Where are we going to go? Well, Lamar Jackson is going to be your highest priced quarterback. He is in cash. Because he's safe. He's going to get the job done. Is he going to hit the thresholds that you need? Well, let's see. 27-30? Yeah, I think he can hit that. Funny part is on DK, he doesn't even have to hit that. He just has to hit 24 points. So he's probably actually better priced over on DK than he is on FanDuel. I still have interest. It's the same idea as last week with Mark Ingram. You got a 20th ranked rush defense, 22nd in points allowed to the running back. GPP play, 6,200, 20, and 5,400. Good for 16th, 15th, and 18th. So he's dropped. You're going to sit there and go, okay, yeah, but J.K. Dobbins and watch this will be a Mark Ingram week. Marquise Brown is in a good spot against Bradley Roby. 6,200 on FanDuel, 20 on Yahoo, and 6,200 on DK. Good for 26, 21st, and 17th. So very good price, very good pricing over on uh, FanDuel against 28th-ranked DVOA, 22nd in points allowed to the wide receiver. Uh, but I am a little bit more on Mark Andrews, as I said earlier. 7,500 on FanDuel, 25 on Yahoo, 6,300 on DK. Good for second, second, and third. So it's going to be pretty much can you afford it or not. More than likely not, so it's more of a GPP play, but uh, he is going to be very, very safe in this matchup. Scored two touchdowns last time, by the way. Houston, not using. I thought about Jordan Akins as a sneaky guy, but no. No. Nah, brah. Nah, brah. Um. No, I'm not including anybody from the Seattle game, even though you will see in the Yahoo slots and on both sides it says Yahoo included on main slate. Right? Right. Yes, Mr. Roy. Yes, Mr. Roy, we see that. That just means, you know, all your Yahoo player prices as part of the main slate. I'm not including anybody in this game uh, from New England and Seattle. Uh, Seattle being a three and a half open as a three and a half point favorite, forty four over under. Currently, Seattle is now a four point favorite with a forty four and a half over under. 
your FanDuel and Yacht and DraftKings pricings that you see on there. That is your primetime slate pricing. That is the Sunday Night Football plus Monday Night Football put together. I did rank it out. I did rank it out. What the hell happened here? Why why did my why did why did my ranks not come out? Why did my ranks not come out? Yes, I want to replace it. Why the fuck else would I not? Did I not rank Cam Newton? How the fuck did I not rank Cam? Hold on here. Hold on here. Hold on here. There's some shenanigans in here. Oh, that's because I never. Oops. I never priced out or uh, ranked the uh, the QBs. My bad. My bad. You know you're gonna have you're gonna you're gonna have to make a decision here on really is are you gonna go contrarian or slash stupid and try and use uh Russell Wilson this week. New England defense didn't look too bad, but I mean I still think with the cross country travel, I still think Russell Wilson can kinda of get it done. Um Cam Newton's okay gonna be okay versus Seattle. I don't think he's gonna be the great that's gonna be the hardest part is trying to find what wide receiver uh you're gonna actually put with here. Huh. Pardon me. But uh Overall, I'm probably staying away from a lot of this game. We could talk about it in the chat on Sunday. Uh, Seattle, DK Metcalf. No, he's not going to face J.C. Jackson. He'll face Stephen Gilmore. People are dumb. The people who put them fucking matchup things are dumb. Uh, Drew Brees I do like. Uh, but I am going to be more on Alvin Kamara, maybe a mix of Alvin Kamara and Lat Murray. Uh, Jared Cook actually is in a pretty good spot right there. Uh, Manuel Sanders is okay. Uh, I don't know if I can go to Marquez Callaway route there. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I have some interest because people will be off of it. I think Las Vegas is going to be jazzed to be doing this. So, uh, Henry Ruggs is questionable. Brian Edwards. Oh, no, I'm not trusting any of these fucking wide receivers. Darren Waller, I might take a shot on. Derek Carr, no. No, I think it's Breeze here. I think it might be Breeze here. Breeze or Cam Newton, I think. Yeah, because I might trust Chris Carson at running back a little bit more. I don't know. It's going to be a tricky dick one. We'll get it figured out, though. But, um, yeah, I'm going to get out of here. i got to go pick my dad up from the airport. So if you have any questions, you can hit me up later. Otherwise, I will be in the chat all Sunday morning uh, to answer anything that you got. I'm going to be setting lineups and whatnot. So you guys take it easy. Have a good rest of your Saturday. And I'll talk to you later.